I'm AC Brown, and you're listening to Is My Aura On Straight, a podcast designed to help you start living from your core instead of your conditioning. Each week, we'll discuss topics ranging from human design, astrology, metaphysics, spiritual self-development, and everything in between. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Is My Aura On Straight. I am your host, A.C. Brown. I am your spiritual doula, intuitive strategist, psychic channel, and human design expert. And I'm also an entrepreneur. And I want to thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Is My Aura On Straight. Now, of course, you know the title of this episode. We are going to be talking about manifestors and my top five in order of my top five favorite picks for them as far as aura types are concerned. So let's get started. Oh, before we get started, um, reflectors are next. Um, and then after reflectors, we're going to do profiles. And then we're going to go into some other things um, that are a little bit metaphysical, spiritual self-development, a couple of controversial topics involving the whole, I guess, I don't want to say controversial. That's like wrong. Um just some different topics um piggybacking off of human design so human design is the baseline around here and then we're going to build and build and build so just like other podcasts talk about astrology as the baseline um and using your signs for me my work is going to be human design as the baseline so Knowing your aura type is extremely important as the baseline. And then we're going to build, build, build. So let's get started with today's episode. So manifestors. Hi, manifestors. I love you, manifestors. So manifestors as friends, I get along with manifestors, like especially female manifestors. Like we just like gel. It's like just like a, a nice big like like hug. And like I love my manifestors. Um, manifestors in love. Uh-uh, but <laughs> we're gonna get to we're gonna, I'm gonna get to that. Um, so if you haven't listened to the what each aura type needs for a relationship or to be loved, go back and listen to that because I'm not gonna touch too much on that. I'm just gonna skim it a little bit. So for manifestors, of course, they're here to inform people. Um, to act, they can you know they're here to just initiate stuff. So manifestors when they're in love or in relationships, it is, I don't want to, it's not necessarily challenging. I want to say that there's some tweaks. There's no, there's nothing. uh, And I'll say this about everything, astrology, human design, any, um, any type of spiritual modality or personality tests, you know, the um, Myers-Briggs, the Enneagram, there's really no bad it's maybe a challenge and you know just a little disclaimer I don't care if somebody is you know your charts match up whatever it's astrology human design if that person's an asshole then don't be with an asshole just because they, you know your charts match and the opposite too sometimes you gel with people who on paper it looks a hot mess but it works for you so don't make this like the final final but I will say uh, that when I've read couples um, in human design stuff um, with their charts and I report and then they report back to me after they've received their reading, you're like, oh, they're like, oh my gosh, you're so right. You know, they're like this or he's like that. Um, and it works for us. And um, sometimes you do meet people who really just get you and who you gel with. 
and I am a true believer and I'm going to make do a podcast episode about twin flames and soulmates and all the other stuff because <laughs> I have my thoughts on that but I am a true believer that love should not be hard um you should not have to go through a lot of drama it shouldn't be a force kind of thing um of course it's going to be work um that is different work and hard work are two different things um but I don't think that love should be filled with all of these drama filled things and emotional taxing stuff I hate when I see people that um go through that and when people get you know regular readings from me um like me and my guide session like a channel session and we talk about love and stuff um I'm not I'm gonna keep it real with you and sometimes people don't listen but it's all good um you have the final say you have free will um but I hate when people struggle because I've struggled in love and struggling is not fun it is exhausting it is exhausting and we are not here to struggle in love um or in life for that there will be challenges that'll just be life kind of things but struggle um I feel is optional um especially when you have the tools um to make changes um especially in love and you know that tool to make a change is usually breaking up (laughs) Um, so um if you're you know sometimes people don't want to do that um we get and I'm just yeah I'm just gonna take a side note with this podcast so I I know a lot of people might not hear but maybe this was just meant for spirit to say this on the manifesto podcast um but a lot of times we um are so used to and our bodies are programmed to hurt and to drama and that's safe for us and that's a comfort zone for us but I'm going to talk about that when I talk about soulmates because I really want to do a podcast on soulmates twin flames karmic relationships all of that stuff because some of y'all are out here a hot mess um some of these Facebook posts I see about in these groups about twin flames and it's just a whole mess so but anyway I digress let me get back into this manifestors so manifestors um like I said I love my manifestors in friendships relationships for a projector eh, eh, but we're gonna get to that order so for manifestors my top pick my top my number one draft pick for manifestors in love is another manifester that is my top pick I know actually a few couples who are manifestor manifestors um and it's rare of course because there's only eight percent of you so that's of course going to be a little bit of a challenge but that is my top pick and some of the reasons why um just for that um informing part that you guys have the privacy that you need um leaving people alone when you need them to also having two people in a relationship that don't need each other um is very good and I say that not in a negative way like oh well why be in a relationship if you don't need the person um some people do question that and I beg to differ especially when it comes to manifestors manifestors need to be um they they manifestors need to not have an authority kind of figure in a relationship it needs to be an even playing field of whether or not you're going to listen to this I don't want to say even say listen to like oh you know if you're not going to listen to your partner or not that's a little much I want to say that 
it's good to have two people who want to do their own thing and make a conscious choice to include the other person in their life. That's a better way to say that. And that's what manifestors do. However, I have seen manifestors have trouble. And this is when this is usually when they don't know their manifestors. Usually when they don't know that they're manifestors, um, you there's a lot of push and pull. There's a lot of um, not informing each other or feeling like I don't want to inform them. Um, that is a definite problem. And then when people find out the manifestors, especially two manifestors in a relationship, everything makes sense. And for manifestor, manifestor relationships, the biggest thing is going to be communication. And just manifestors with anyone. The biggest thing is going to be manifestors communicating properly with people. Um, because they have the, they don't want to ask questions. Um, they don't want people to ask them questions. They just want to go about their business and do stuff. But unfortunately, that's not how the world works. And that's not how relationships work. But there has to be some ground rules and some communication that takes place within manifesto relationships that if I say, you know, I'm going to Target, then the manifestor partner needs to just let them go to Target and then text them what they want from Target instead of asking them the questions like, oh, why are you going to Target? What do you need from Target? That's going to get on a manifestor's nerve, just period. It's going to like stress them out. They're going to be annoyed, like super duper annoyed. Um, so the next, um, the next ones, yeah, the next, uh, Yes, the next one, the next lineup for manifestors, I'm going to go with manifesting generators. And of course, um, that is for the obvious reason. Um, now, manifestors, quiet as is kept, they can appear to have de defined sacral centers. I know a lot of manifestors who they have the appearance of working a lot or doing a lot. And that is false. It is because manifestors are starters. So they're technically not working things through. They're just uh, starting a bunch of things in general. So that's why it looks like they work a lot. Um, in some cases, you know, that is not the case at all. They're just around here starting a bunch of stuff. And so that's why it looks like they're busy, but they're really not. They're just doing busy work. Um, cause man, and I'm going to do one on, you know, business and all of that stuff, um, podcast, but anytime I coach a manifester and we talk about stuff, manifestors are starters. Um, they don't finish through, they have trouble completing stuff, um, unless they have a team or unless they have a process. That's why I'm always telling manifestors to get into cycles of completion, not because, you can't start all these things, but starting a bunch of stuff, you're just going to have nothing to show for. You're just going to have a bunch of ideas that you started. So you have to get into a cycle of completing things faster um, or within your energy kind of zone. So yes, manifestors, my top pick for you guys are manifestors. The second would be manifesting generators. And that is another thing because manifesting generators also have that whole they don't need you kind of personality um, because they're busy doing stuff. They're busy working. They're busy multitasking. Um, so and they're that whole keep up, you know, or leave them alone kind of thing. 
when it comes to having a manifester as the partner, they're going to respect that because a manifester is used to just doing stuff. So the manifesting generator is doing stuff, but also completing things. So I also think that that's another great person to have in a manifestor's life because they get to see someone doing a lot of things, starting a lot of stuff, but also completing it. Um, you know, multitasking, but completing things in their life. So that's what I do love about that. However, some one of the downsides of this manifestor manifesting generator relationship is that the manifesting generator will get a little frustrated with the manifestor because they are not completing stuff. Um, it happens all the time. Um, I see it. I hear it. Um, they get upset because they're not completing things. And so while I do really love this relationship, that's probably the only downside that I would say with a manifesting generator and a manifester is the man MG is going to just be like, wow, here you go, you know, doing something else and you haven't completed something or you haven't finished something. Um, and you know, they uh, manifesting generators understand busy work, but manifesting generators are executors. They complete stuff, whether it's efficient or like right the first time, they still complete stuff. And so a manifester, depending on what level they are within their design, meaning that how long that they've been, you know, practicing their strategy, how long that they've been figuring out the tweaks, there's going to be a lot of unfinished business with the manifester. And that's going to get on the manifesting generator's nerves um, for sure. But they love each other. Um, they can accept each other's like speed and process of doing stuff. Um, honestly, I like I I like this combination. If you can't if so, it's like a toss, like a tie between one and two. It just depends um, with when it comes to manifestor manifestors and manifesting generators and manifesting generators because uh, finding another manifesting generator is you know it's going to be hard. It's eight percent of the population, so you know it's interchangeable. Um, if you have to you know marry or date or be in a relationship it would be a manifesting generator that would be my next four manifestors the next one I would have to say and this is another shocker to some people probably would be a reflector reflectors don't get the credit that they deserve let me just say this so I'm, I'm going to talk about that in their episode reflectors don't get the credit that they deserve yes there's only two percent of them but if you know a reflector or are friends with a reflector or have been in a relationship with a reflector reflectors they you know people sleep on reflectors a lot and they shouldn't um and that is because reflectors and when I do the business podcast I'll talk about that but reflectors really have they can really do what they want to do as long as their energy feels good and so I, I like to say that the manifester reflector relationship, the reason why that's my third favorite is because that there's a level of respect that you have the reflector who you need to respect their energy. The same with the manifester, you need to respect their privacy, but it's actually a um, a really good mesh because if a reflector is really in alignment with who they are, they're already mirroring somebody or something in their life and it's very consistent for them. So whether that's work, 
Um, they're mirroring, you know, that job. Like I said, reflectors make the ultimate company employee. That's just a fact. Anybody can argue me down with that. They make the best employees. And I'm not saying that everybody, you know, wants to be an employee or everybody has to have a business. But if you are going to hire someone to be an expert at a particular job in your company or they reflectors make the best like mascots for a company because they are here to mirror. So they're going to whatever department they work in, they're going to mirror stuff. But I say that to say in a reflector's life, because they have that mirroring capability is that they're going to be a lot. Consistency is extremely important for reflectors. So when you have a manifestor, a manifestor can learn so much from a reflector, especially being in a relationship, because they're going to see the consistency that this person has to get things done. They're also going to be able to notice um, the energy waves that reflectors go through. So reflectors, you know, they go through each of the gates. They feel that energy throughout the whole 29 days of the cycle, etc. So a, a manifestor is going to see that how their energy works. Sometimes a reflector's up, sometimes they're down. Same thing with a manifester. They have that up and down too because they don't have any sacral um, energy at all. So, but you have someone, again, completing stuff, someone who needs consistency, someone who needs a schedule, someone who needs planning. Manifestors can learn. This is a, a manifestor-reflector relationship is a good learning experience especially for a reflector that is in alignment with what they're doing or or who has a a job or a career or a business that they truly love you're going to see a lot of consistency you're going to see a lot of just even flow of getting things done you're going to see processes and that's what a manifester needs in their life because sometimes manifestors and this you know I hear manifestors all the time oh people think I'm annoying or it's not that you're annoying but your aura can be annoying to people is because you're all over the place I mean any manifestor I've talked to They've started so many things and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. I've started things too, etc. But manifestors have trouble completing stuff. And so that can be very off-putting at times. So that's why I like this as number three is because reflectors can be really good learning experiences for manifestors. And to be in a reflector relationship, you'll learn a lot. You'll learn consistency. You'll learn how to do stuff. It's very, very good. Now, the next um, one, if you are a manifester and you had to, you know, the next one, number four, I would have to say a generator and the generator also for the only. So the generator for a manifester, the only thing that's going to be, a, I don't want to say a major problem, but um, is going to be a. I don't even say a major problem is going to be annoying to the generator is them the manifestor telling them what to do um they have to get that communication down um and like I said generators they're going to need you and that's kind of the challenge with the manifestor because the manifestor has to be in a position to hold space and to have space for the generator and to understand that part of them. I, I think that's the only challenge. That's the only downside, I would say. Um, but other than that, uh, I really, I like the manifester generator um, relationship 
of course, for reasons that are extremely important, which are manifestors do really well in relationships when they have examples of someone completing stuff, someone who's organized, someone who executes. And a generator is going to do that extremely on a consistent basis. I'm not saying that manifestors are all over the place and they don't know what they're doing. Manifestors are creators, they're leaders, they're informers, they're here to do those things. But any any relationship, um, and that's why I'm going to do a relationship, just a, a general one about spirituality, spiritual relationships and karmic stuff. Um, and just my thoughts on relationships in general. And what I've learned this far from all my heartbreaks and just learning about myself, relationships really should be in place. Any romantic relationship that you are in, it should literally not necessarily complete you. Um, and I don't want to say that because you shouldn't come to a relationship, you know, half ass and incomplete or whatever, but it really should add value to your life. Um, and we get into relationships that don't add value to our life. I see a time, shit, I've done it, that don't add value to your life at all. And we stay there and we, you know, we are, you know, we have all of these trauma, you know, and drama wounds, as I like to call them, that we're used to. And we just stay in the relationship. Um, and that's what I love about human design versus astrology compatibility is because human design is the how you function, how your mind works, how, you know, the core of who you are. Yes, you have your astrology and worth no, all of those things do play come into play. But the day to day of you fulfilling your natal chart is going to be in human design. So human design for me is a little bit more important meshing those charts together. When I see a chart and I see, you know, channels match up and I see things activated, I get excited. I'm like, wow, you really you two really have the power to do this, the power to do that. These are going to be your challenges. And I say that all to say is that your relationship should be um, an enhancement to who you already are. And uh, it should be constant enhancements. And when we are in relations with people who don't enhance us, it's, it's really pointless. It really is. Um, And like I've been in pointless relationships granted I've learned stuff but some of them are really pointless um as far as the where I wanted to go and where I'm going with my life um and then you know when they left you can see that hindsight is like oh you really weren't supposed to be here but I was dumb (laughs) and you know we all make mistakes but say that to say is that manifestors truly need examples and love is extremely important for them um regardless if they say it or not yes they want to be left alone they might not need you but they need they like love they want to be loved they want to have that loving relationship and so manifestors need examples of that and that's why I like generators as well so the final um uh, of course is projectors projectors is my top, my mean my my least favorite for manifestors in re- romantic relationships, um, friendships perfect it works, um, especially when the projector I mean the manifestor listens to the projector it really works, um, in friendships in relationships what I have seen is I don't see a lot of unity I don't see true partnership. I feel and what I've seen 
are two people doing their own thing who just happen to be in a relationship together. One person has a totally like different perspective on life. The other person has a different perspective. And this is not all projector manifested relationships. But what I've seen is that it's very um, one-sided. Um, you know, the manifester has their own agenda and so does the projector. And then you have the projector who's trying to get the manifester on board and the manifestor's like, well, no, I don't want to do that. Um, and then you have two non-sacral energy people together who, you know, have this enlightenment. There's a lot of, there's a lot of who's going to, you know, respect my value um, first, who's going to respect my energy. And then you have a manifestor who's like, well, I, you know, I'd rather be left alone. And then the projector's like, well, I want to need you. And it's, it's just a lot, it's a, it's a lot of push and pull. Um, and then you have the manifestor who's literally doing their own thing in the relationship and the projector. It just doesn't feel good, um, to have someone who doesn't include you and, that's why this is my least favorite is because manifestors already have issues communicating, um, informing, if you want to say, especially when they don't know that they're manifestors. So on top of it, when you have someone who doesn't know that they're a manifestor, so that, and they already have issues communicating, um, with people in general. So it is, it's just a challenge for a projector to feel loved when you have a manifestor who's just doing their own thing, um, when they're operating on this, I don't want to say selfish, um, they're operating on a personal agenda. Um, that's my experience. I've dated a manifestor before. I've had other friends who are projectors who've dated manifestors, um, manifestor friendships with me are perfect. It's perfect. It's, it's great relationships romantic it is it's a real challenge because of the manifestors um they are they just the, the the way that they don't need you is very hurtful you feel like you're alone you feel like you're doing it by yourself um and that can all change but you have to have a willing manifestor who wants to communicate and wants to be open and wants to share and wants to include you in their process and normally manifestors don't want to do that. They just want you to get it um, and to understand that. But that, so it, it's, it just takes work. It's probably one of the most challenging relationships that I've been in. Um, it just takes, it takes a lot of work. Um, and if the manifestor is not willing to do the work, then it is really hard to sustain um, because you go into the, a lot of push and pull cycles a, you just go into a lot just a lot of just your feelings being unheard and so if a manifester is in a relationship with a projector and you really love them um really try to try and figure that out because they're hurt the projector's hurting guaranteed whether it's same sex whether it is a heterosexual relationship the projector's hurt their feelings are hurt on the low regardless of how they show up their feelings are hurt on the low so those are my top five picks for my manifestors um if you have any questions of course you can definitely um dm me or um email me and i'm still offering relationship readings um for you know relationships um the link will be in the show notes and um i love doing those i've been doing a few of those so 
they've been really, really fun. Um, and just seeing how couples mesh and all of that stuff. And, um, I'm like, I said, I'm going to do a, re- a episode on just relationships in general, spiritual relationships, karmic relationships, twin flames, all of that stuff. Um, and so we can talk about those things. Cause to, to me, that is probably the most like fascinating thing for me is when human design is people working with each other in business and in relationships and how um amazing it is and like I said I've been studying this for a while and I've been looking at just celebrity charts celebrity couples um people who I know in you know in real life and how they interact with people and it's it's really fascinating um how you know this blueprint that you have of yourself um you find the, the right person to match up with that And you guys can be unstoppable, especially romantically, but most importantly, like in career and life, too. So it's really cool. So thank you so much once again for listening to this episode. And I hope you enjoyed it. Next up is Reflectors. Um, And until next time, make sure you have a great day filled with good vibes and great energy. And I will talk to you soon. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Is My Aura On Straight. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at AC Brown and also check out my website for products and services at www.acbrown.com. And until we meet again, make sure you have a great week filled with good vibes and good energy.